Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I have Prentice Osborne with me, and uh, we're going to talk about voice acting. She's been doing it for a while now, and she's also going to talk about upcoming projects she's going to be involved with. And uh, we're just going to have a good time talking about um, voice acting and other things that's going on. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. Today I have Prentice Osborne. I say that right? Yeah. Uh, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Prentice. Prentice. Now, Prentice is a longtime friend of mine. Nothing. Of the whole crew, really. Really, yeah. Yeah. Angie Bagley. Yeah. And yeah, I met you through Angie. Yeah, we definitely met through Angie and, and Mark. And Mark. Hey, you guys, Mark Bagley, if y'all mm-hmm. don't know Mark Bagley. The legendary... He's the man. He's man, you know. He's the man. <laughs> so yeah, so I know Prentice for like um, for a while. It's been what fifteen? It has to be that long yeah. a time. Like I've known Angie since I was fifteen. So y'all long time buddies. Mm-hmm. We go way back. Y'all go way back. You broke bread together. Pretty much. <laughs> she has stories. <laughs> yeah, she told me some of the stories, man. I can't. She has the best stories. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she really does. When you can't, well, you know what? This is very. It's not. Wow, this is explicit. You know, you can say anything you want to, but since I'm having the presence of a young, young, young one, I can't say all that stuff. So, <laughs> another episode, y'all. Another episode, right? <laughs> so, Prentice, what you've been up to? I haven't. I haven't talked to you in a long time since the birthday party. I think. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, since the birthday party. Um, I've been working. Working. Do mostly my Pandora stuff. Pandora. Uh, that's right. You are on Pandora. Yep. That's what I forgot I'm those, about. I'm those annoying ads when you don't pay for you know, <coughs> ad free. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Ad free. I don't hey, want Pandora to, listeners. I, yeah, I like to skip you. That's okay. I'm not offended. Guys, Prentice is an um, actress. I'm saying actress, right? Yeah, it works. She's a voice actor. She's done playing things. and um, I'm going to let her go ahead and explain what she's been up to as far as her work. Yeah. I mean... You've been doing it for a while. Um, how long have you been doing it? I've been doing voiceover for about five years, and I've been full-time for like one and a half to two, since Pandora took me on. Really? Yeah. Been I, five years? Yeah, I started about five years ago, and then I started at this acting studio. I don't think it's there anymore, but um, I was training, and then I got laid off from that receptionist job I had. Oh, and yeah, And I worked right. for the studio for a while. Man, I remember you used to do um, um, what's the advertisement for um, some some liquor. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've been, I used to do a lot of brand ambassador work and promo promo girl. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, right. All through college, and then as I got older, you know, and the younger girls got the liquor jobs. <laughs> then I was like hustling stuff at Whole Foods. Man. It was. It's, I mean, it was still like you get paid pretty well considering you set up a table and you. Just try to hustle whatever the product is that, you know. Man, what product was that that night that we tried? What was it? That was K-Rum. K-Rum. I think. It was like that honey ginger rum. Oh. That has to be what it was. Or maybe not. I don't I remember know. When, when you, because it was you and Trevor that night. And, and Johnny. Were, y'all, yeah, and Johnny. And y'all happened to be at the same bar that I was working at that night. Yeah, that's right. You know, we were following Johnny, you know, Johnny. Maybe it was Jim Beam. 
I don't remember. No, it was no whiskey. It was a rum. If it was a rum. It was a rum. Then it had to either be um, K-Rum or um, Cruzan. It could have been either of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I didn't like it. It was probably K-Rum. I like K-Rum, but it's a really niche product. Yeah. It's like infused with ginger and honey. So it's great for things like, you know, dark and stormy. That's like tea stuff, man. Ginger and honey. In a liquor, I don't, I don't see the combination there, man. It can work with certain cocktails, but it's not as versatile as like just plain rum, you know? Like, right, right. Like a dark and stormy, where you would mix like rum with ginger beer, it kind of works with that because it already has the ginger in it. Oh, okay. Um, that was probably one of the most popular cocktails we would make out of that. See, I, I'm, think, I'm thinking of a um, TV show now, animation, right? One for mature audience. It's like. It's learning how to make mixed drinks of a bartender. Animated, man. Is it animated? <laughs> animated, show? yeah. That's one That's, cool. That's one thing about an idea like that. See, there you go. I'm pitching you an idea. It's like those videos on YouTube where they teach you to make liquor drinks, but <laughs> it's animated. Right, I yeah. Like it. I so like anything it. can happen, man. A person can chop a finger off trying to cut a lemon or a lime, you know what I'm saying? Like blood everywhere. There you go. And if we had some fight scenes in that, that's right. It'd See? be real dope. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for my audience that's listening, uh, what are the uh, things that you've done so far uh, that they could look, look for? Okay, well, the, the biggest client I have is Pandora Radio. I do lots of their ads around the whole country. So not just here in Atlanta, but like all over the place. I get a lot of SoCal work. Really? I get a lot of like the vocal fry stuff. Um, <laughs> I have some good vocal fry. <laughs> um, I do a lot of e-learning and training materials. Right. Um, I was in the... Um, I don't know how, if it's the most recent, but it's one of the My Little Pony mobile games. Really? Mm-hmm. So like, My Little Pony mo- mobile games. Yeah, there's one called Friendship Celebration, and basically the ponies are throwing parties, and I'm Pinkie Pie in that game. Oh, you Pinkie Pie. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not familiar with the My Little Ponies, man. I mean... I'm... Oh, she's just the pink crazy one. Oh, really? No, I see you doing that. And she's voiced <laughs> by Andrea Libman, who's done a whole lot of great stuff. She's, you know, very talented. But for the actual game, I guess the budget was more of like a toy line budget. Right. And they were going to have the game in multiple languages. So oh. they hired other people to emulate those voices. And so I had auditioned for a bunch. And in the end product of the game, I was Pinkie Pie. Pinkie it was Pie. fun. So who doesn't want to be a cartoon pony? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no, no. I, I don't get the whole pony thing, bronies and ponies. You and- know, I thought the show is really good. Yeah. Like, it's a well-put-together show. Um, and I've, you know, worked for some, like, brony conventions. Like I, Really? Yeah, I was the mascot for this one in New Orleans called DerpyCon. DerpyCon? Yeah, and I did. I was the voice of their mascot. Her name was Beignet. How did how you do that? What Did you do the voice for that? She's like, my name's Beignet. <laughs> She's high-pitched and southern. <laughs> and, um... Basically, the pay for that one was we bartered that I just got to go to the con for free. So it was a pr- free trip to New Orleans. Oh, so, that was your first time going to New Orleans? Um, Technically, yes. Like, I've been, like, one other time, but it was a very short trip. Like, oh. Like, one night. The beignets are good. Yeah. 
actual beignets. I went I to Cafe du Monde, and Monde. Yes. that was really good. We went to Bourbon Street and had a good old time. Oh my goodness, man! Oh Bourbon Street. <laughs> and bronies can really can be really fun, but if ever the brony con got too intense, right. I could just walk over, you know, across the street. To the Bourbon Street, yeah. We were near the French Quarter the when I was staying when we did that, so that was a fun gig. Yeah, I, know, I like New Orleans, man. It's fun to visit. I don't think I really want to stay there, you know, but it's fun to visit. It's fun to party with your friends. Yeah, there. it is. There's yeah. some fun bars and clubs and stuff. All of open bars and stuff, yeah. And you can just walk everywhere with your liquor, which here in Atlanta, you don't get to do that, so it seems really special. <laughs> what, you, <laughs> what you got in that cup? I don't know. Don't matter. It's don't legal. <laughs> so um, my other question is this. Uh, what made you get into voice acting? I mean, you say, I know you had other odd jobs and stuff like that, but when you finally realized that you really wanted to do this, I mean, when was that? You know, I had this receptionist job with a cosmetics company that I really hated. You remember me complaining about that job? Yeah, all the I know time. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I had a whole blog about how much that job sucked. <laughs> um, and it was actually Nick's idea, my husband's idea. Yep. He was like, I think you'd be good at this. And I teach an intro class sometimes for voiceover. And most people come in and they come in because people told them they have a nice voice. Right. And other than having a good, like, answering the phone voice, that was not me. Nick was just like, I think you'd be good at this. So I just started taking lessons for fun. And then, you know, hoping eventually I could make it, you know, something to supplement my income. But then I got laid off from the receptionist job. And my coach got me a job at the acting studio Uh when I was training. I met a whole bunch of cool people there and got to attend a bunch of cool classes for free. And um, once that gig was done... I made a lot of great, you know, acquaintances in the industry so I could get more work. And after a few years, I finally was able to get my own home studio set up at home. Yeah, I would like to see that. I would like to see that studio. (laughs) I just gave it a makeover recently. You did? It was pretty ghetto looking. Hey, man, anything that works. It worked. I was, you know, making money and auditioning and making money out of it, so... But this year, I finally decided I was going to get, like, the pretty foam panels and make it look legit. So, with the equipment you use, you use a mixer or anything like that? Yeah, I have an inbox, and um, I also use a Rode NT1A mic right now. The, my first one I ever used was a Yeti. Like the, the one, one I got, here. yeah, right. The Yeti's a pretty rad mic. Um, you say rad. Rad. <laughs> it's rad. <laughs> it was a good mic, and I was just ready to upgrade to something that was not USB. Right. And so, I love my Rode NT1A. Like, my coach recommended it. I know you're supposed to like go test out a bunch, but my coach knows me really well. So I was like, hey, Deb, I need a new mic. And she's like, oh, get this one. I'm like, <laughs> I just blindly trust you, and I'm going to buy it. Um, I use a Chaotica eyeball right. on top of my mic. Just so with all that change, you saw the difference in the way that your voice emulates? I mean, what's not, it was to the mic? I think I sounded about the same between the Yeti and the Rodent T1A. There might be subtle differences. Right. I think the biggest difference with the new setup versus the old one was just the sound. The sound itself was cleaner, especially like my noise floor and, you know, things like that. Okay. But I didn't like hear a huge difference in what I sounded like, but maybe it's because the both those mics were good for my voice. Yeah. So trusting my coach <laughs> on that was a good thing. <laughs> so after you do, um, taught a couple of classes in um, school and everything, you said you want to do this full time? That was your Yeah, that was thinking? the goal, was a to do it full time. time. And, um... I was, you know, auditioning, it's acting, so you're auditioning for things all the time. 
and you book some things and you're networking trying to get work yeah um but like i said pandora is the reason i'm full-time they call me multiple times a week so wow that's a nice gig it's a sweet gig right it's pandora. like the best job i've ever had wow that's that is sweet i went and visited them in the spring because they're they're in um San, they're in oakland so they're near san francisco oh really yeah nick and i went to wine country of course, wine country. You know, Nick loves yeah, some wine. Yeah, my husband sells wine. Yes, he does. He so, loves some wine. So we did like wine country. But while we were there, I was like, dude, Pandora is like right here. So I went and actually visited them and got to meet these people in person. Really? So now I have faces to go with the emails. Wow, that's cool, man. That was fun. Probably could replace Siri, too. She's out of um, Sandy Springs. I know. Susan Bennett's a really cool lady. Yeah, she's from Georgia. I, I read on that. I said, man, she's from Georgia. I know I wish I could be Siri. That's a pretty dope gig. Man, you know? really? <laughs> yeah, that's a nice gig. So after you um, work with Pandora, I know you had side jobs, right? A little side gig. I did for a long time. Um, I would do a lot of the brand ambassador work like we're talking about right, earlier. Right. You know, different food and drink products at Whole Foods, lots of teas. And I worked for a faux noodle company for a while. My um my boss is this cute Vietnamese lady and you know, I would make these brown rice noodles and serve them in little cups, you know. And right. She was impressed that I could cook with chopsticks. <laughs> I think that's one way one reason I got the job. <laughs> but um and then some this, some this liquor stuff. Got skills. I got she skills, guys. Got skills, that's right. Yeah. Um and I worked for a dog food company for a while. Dog food? Yeah, it's called Rudy Green's Doggy Cuisine. Rudy Green. I'm sorry. Rudy, Rudy Green. Green <laughs> is the name of my boss's dog. So Rudy Green's Doggy Cuisine. And it's basically like, you know when your pets get sick? Yeah. And the vet tells you to make a bland stew? You're right. These were different like flavors of bland stews made out of human-grade food. Right, right. Cooked in like a human-grade kitchen. And then it was frozen so you could defrost them and serve them either as full meals for your pets or you could supplement it with their kibble. Wow. That was a fun that was a fun job. Like we did some regular sampling, but I started doing events for them where I would work with all the breweries here in Atlanta. Oh, really? Yeah, we would do like special charity events for animal shelters. And I'd bring my dog food. <laughs> and the animal shelter would come and we'd have an event and people would bring their dogs. And wow. their dogs could sample the dog food. Yeah, they that's got pretty, their own little treats. That's pretty cool. And the kind of people that are going to bring their dogs to like a beer dog party are probably the kind of people who would spend a little more on their dog food anyways. Yeah, you think? Yeah, the grocery store things were just not always successful because, I mean, you have people that are buying expensive dog food, but then you have people that were buying that old yeller stuff. <laughs> I don't trust that stuff. Oh, yeller. <laughs> I mean, the dog dies. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeller did die, man. And you're going to eat old yeller dog food? Yeah, that's true. That's not a good thing at all. He did die in the movie. For y'all who are listening, oh, yeah, it's an old movie. That's a really old movie. Really old movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's a branded dog food. And I always see it, and I'm like, that's just bad marketing. It really is. That's really is. You want a happy dog. Why not Airbud dog food? It's just like I was talking to Trevor, man, uh, I think today, and he went to a party with his girlfriend, and he said that uh, they went to a restaurant. And it was a Mexican restaurant, you know, and the name of it was uh, Lazy Donkey. I like Lazy Donkey. I say Lazy Donkey, man. Come on. I mean, what are they doing? Half-assing our food? <laughs> See, I'm like, really, man? It's all about the marketing, man. It's all about the marketing. But, uh, yeah, that's See, funny. I did those side jobs for a long time. And then once I had renewed a contract with Pandora right. and knew I was going to be with them for a long time, then I was like, well, I don't have to do this anymore. 
as long as I'm getting at least a few jobs a week from Pandora, which I typically do. Well, have you considered like um, attending some of the other cons? You know, I've seen a lot of cons that like Fan Expo, mm-hmm. um, including Dragon Con. And I mean, I've seen like, for instance, I went to Dragon Con this past about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, Nolan North. I love Nolan North. Oh yeah. Man, cool guy. Cool guy. He's the voice of Deadpool in the video game and in yeah. the movie that did um, Wolverine versus. No, it was Wolverine. No, it was the Hulk versus. I'm sorry. Okay. Hulk versus. And uh, he did a Deadpool. And man, he was dead on. And I, I like his work. You know, and he does um, video games too. He does um, Uncharted. He's oh, Nathan Drake. Oh, no way. Yeah, he's Nathan Drake. Nick and I just played through all the Uncharted <laughs> games. That was Nolan North. We played one of the newest toys, and I was like, this game's ridiculous. Like, I'm like, how don't, can don't this spoil guy... it, don't, don't spoil it for I'm me. I'm not spoiling okay. anything. I'm just saying, <laughs> I watched that um, YouTube show Game Theory, and right. I love them do a game theory on how Nathan Drake can possibly swing and jump all over the place. That is true. Without his arms falling off. Or slipping. I'm like, how rough are your hands, dude? Yeah, you ain't lying. He's always swinging and He's... climbing stuff. Yeah, you're right. All four games, man. And every time you die, like, one of the characters would scream, Nathan! <laughs> so every time Nick was playing and he'd die, I'd be like, Nathan! <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoyed those games. I didn't realize he did those as well. That's awesome. Yeah, Nolan North, man. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, as I know, you you amongst your peers, I mean, who's, who is your favorite? I mean, who, who do you like out here right now doing voice acting? Oh, man, there's so many people, and I've gotten to know a lot of people in Atlanta. Right. You know, and that's been fun. Um, as far as some of, like, the That's bigger, well known, yeah, the biggest. The I've one. always enjoyed Bob Bergen. He does the voice of Porky Pig. <laughs> and um, I've been to, like, his an- his advanced animated workshop, uh-huh. and he's been the, he was the keystone speaker at a voiceover conference I went to. Really? Yeah, and he's a really cool guy. And he just, he knows his stuff. And he's just awesome. You know what's so cool? We went to MegaCon like last year in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a YouTube channel that some of the voice actors get movie scripts of like Back to the Future or stuff. You know, just movie scripts in general and doing in the uh, character voice. That's hilarious. Man, it's so <laughs> funny. Uh, what was her name? Um, the girl, the woman who um, voices Dot from Animaniacs. Oh, yeah. She was on it. It was so funny, man. That had to be hilarious. Yeah, I love any script read throughs. Like, I love watching whenever the whole cast of Bob's Burgers would like just read through some of the scenes, right? Because it was just so fun to like watch a video of the actual like people and, doing know, that. And like um, the, uh, Troy Baker, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's very well known now. Is and I think he was doing Saint Row. He was a vo- actor, voice actor for Saint Row. Now he voice acted the Joker. Now we all know Mark Hamill does a hell of a Joker. He's, yeah. that's a Joker I know watching animation. Yeah. And Troy Baker is so close to Mark Hamill. And he actually did the voice in the read the, the script reading, man. It was so amazing, man. It's crazy because, you know, trying to emulate someone else is in many ways so much harder yeah. than just coming up with your own original character. That is true. Because then any quirks with you, your voice or how your face works <laughs> is just part of the character if it's your original character. But if you're trying to be Another someone per- else. No, someone else, yeah. You know, you have to really pay attention and, you know, make sure you get as close as you can. Yeah, that is true. I mean, like I said, you know, through the years when the Batman animated series came out, you know, Batman always been to me, Kevin Con- Conroy. Yeah, Conroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the knight. I'm the vengeance. I'm Batman. You know, you always Batman. hear that voice. I'm Batman. And um, then Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker's freaking Joker. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, really, man? Like, this is Luke Skywalker's playing the Joker. It's crazy. So, but yeah, I, I think voice acting is such amazing talent. It's it a talent. Is so it's fun. so fun. You, you have to be so many different things. Things, right. Like the guy from Saturday Night Live, um, the black guy, um, Jay um, Farrell. Yeah. My goodness. That guy does so many voices. It's ridiculous. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's got to. You have to be very talented, man. I mean, it's it's. My thing is more of a gift, and sometimes work. You have to work for it too. Work hard for it, but you have to practice, practice a, lot. a lot. Yeah, and you have to have the right kind of personality, especially for character work, which is oh, what yeah. we're mostly talking about here. Is if you're going to be a character, you have to give no craps about looking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're doing a zany character, right? You know, you're going to be flailing everywhere, and you know. You want to actually be physical when you're doing that kind of stuff, and yeah, I've noticed behind the scenes when they do that, the voice acting in the studio, and they everywhere hands do it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's funny, but yeah, I mean, I I think it's amazing that you, you could have that talent and that gift, and you work hard at it. You know, people, you could, it's a profession that you could do for many years. Oh yeah. So another thing I love about it is. Because your appearance has, like, nothing to do with it. That's it. You can be anybody, and you can be any age range. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because, like I'm saying... As long as you can deliver the sound that the client wants, it doesn't matter. Um, what's his name? Frank um, Welker? Mm-hmm. I'm saying that right? Yeah, I think so. Um, he's been doing it for years, from Scooby-Doo to Megatron to Transform- Transformers, everything. He's he's. I think our reading, he's, like, one of the... Over the years, he accumulated almost a billion dollars. Oh, wow. Close to a billion dollars. Gross to close to a billion. He's got that sag after yeah, money. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that so, union cat. Yeah. So he's been doing it for a long time. And, you know, when I hear the voice of, like, uh, Megatron, uh, even um, Fred from Scooby-Doo, I mean, that's yeah. him. They're you both. Know? They're all those are him. Oh, that's him. I flipped out one time. So another... Even, um, VO. Even I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Even for like the Transformer the live movie, well, I, I cannot stand Michael Bay for this man. And people know this. I did it in my last podcast, but <laughs> Michael Bay did not want him to play do the voice of Megatron. He said it didn't fit what he was looking for. I said, Are you freaking kidding me? This guy made the voice of Megatron sound wave. So what yeah. happened was in the, I think the third movie. Or the second movie, he finally got him the voice sound wave. I'm like, dude, you should have this guy from the beginning. Yeah. You know? But I guess whenever you reboot anything, you have that choice when you're casting. It's like when the power, the new Powerpuff Girls came out. Right, right. And people were pissed. So I've only seen one episode. They did a crossover with Teen Titans. I thought it was Titans. really cute. Like, I did, you know, I've, I'm not caught up on it, but when it came out, I was interested. Right. And I was really interested because so many fans were so butthurt because they didn't bring Tara <laughs> Strong back. Hurt. So butthurt. <laughs> so they didn't bring the original cast back because they were just going for a completely different... So I didn't know that. Yeah, it's all new girls. Um, and I think that they did a great job. I think that, you know, everything about the show is a little different. Like, the main premise is there, but the animation style is different. And, you know, it's just... A, it's a reboot. So it's not going to be exactly like what we watched when we were like... I think that show was out when I was in like middle school and high school. Yeah, I was like in high school or graduating high school. Yeah. I think. 
And I think just if people didn't like the sounds... I was in college. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was in college. <laughs> if people didn't like the sounds of the girls in the show, it was not because they weren't good at what they were doing. But it was just because they sounded not exactly like the originals, but I thought they did a great job. I like, think Tara Strong was one of the voice actors. Tara Strong was on. Tara Strong, was, yeah. She was Bubbles. Bubbles, that's right. <laughs> I like her, too. That's Holly Quinn. I remember that. She's amazing. Yes, she is. She's one of, like, the top... You know, as far as like she's done everything. Yeah, like literally everything. She's been around forever. Yeah, she has. She she has, man. I just love the way when she uh, does Holly Quinn with Mister Mister J. You know, yeah, she's so good. <laughs> yeah, like, she's so good. She used Twilight Sparkle in the My Little Pony reboot. That's right. She's done like so many things. Like if you just look at like her resume, you're just like, holy crap. I think she was Riku from Final Fantasy X. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Back in the day. I think one of her first voiceover gigs was Hello Kitty and Hello Kitty's Furry Tale Theater from, like, back in the 80s. Wow, I'm looking at her um, uh, work right now. She's in Injustice 2 that's coming out she's next year. She's everything. Yeah, she's, she's everything. That's, of course, she's going to be Harley Quinn. Hashtag goals. <laughs> Teen Titan Go. I mean, she's in that. She does a lot of great boy voices, too. Boy voices is something I'm wanting to work on. And that's the thing, too, about actually. Like she's like Timmy Turner from my, The Fairly Odd Parrots. Right. She does such great boy voices, and that's something that I... That's one of the things I need to work on if I want to do, like, boy characters, because, you know, it can be kind of... I don't think mine are there yet. Yeah, because I noticed that if you're doing a boy character, it's mostly a female voice actor. Yeah, usually a lot doing. of females do, like, young boy characters. Yeah, because yeah, a woman who does Naruto... Mm-hmm. She's 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 on the Disney show, and um, for your guy Naruto is an anime. I mean, it's well known anime. I feel like it is. But, yeah, you know, it's well known. In case known. you didn't know, that's right. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> yes, it is. Along with Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Dragon Ball. Z. Like Bart Simpson's played by a female for twenty-seven seasons. Yes. Um, How was her name? Nancy Cartwright. Yes. That's yeah, Nancy Cartwright. But yeah, lots of female char- females do male characters. Ash Ketchum's a chick. That is true. That's yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I mean, yeah, but lots of um, maybe it's why it's so. I guess when I'm ever auditioning for boy roles, it just sounds weird to me, right? Because I sound like me. Yeah. But I'm like, I guess if you layer that over animation, yeah, it you know you don't have that. You can have that disconnect between, oh, I'm, you know, I'm Prentice over here, but over here I'm, you know, insert whatever boy role. I haven't done a lot of boy stuff yet. So, yeah, you're working on it, though. I did one androgynous voice for, like, this prototype for a toy. So they wanted it to be, like, not particularly male or female. Really? And they were safety sound. <laughs> He was like, I'm your m- 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 monkey friend. <laughs> wow, that's that's crazy. I love his stuffy nose voice. Wow, like he's stuffy. You got his stuffed up. He got right? that stuffy nose thing going on. <laughs> I learned to do that at a puppetry. Um, I went to Center for Puppetry Arts. Right. Downtown. Phone, stop buzzing. Calm down. <laughs> um, and the chick who every year does the voice of Rudolph when they do Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, right. She was teaching the class. And when she was doing that stuffy, that, you know, that, that Rudolph voice. I remember that, yeah. You know, I was like, that's freaking adorable. I'm going to try that. And then I auditioned with, you know, using that kind of placement for the Safety Sam thing. And 
they loved it. So, <laughs> I was like, yes. So, I, I know I said I'm going to have you do a little voice. I really want to hear Pinkie Pie. Oh, you are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> in the game, for, for, that was in, she would say stuff like, I'm so excited, I can hardly stand up straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people are like when i do that like at pandora they have me do a bunch of voices while we're all hanging out right i guess since i don't have a high-pitched like normal speaking voice right when i just busted out that pinky pie business they were just like rolling they wow, were like oh my, my god gosh. yo for my for my audience i my <laughs> i probably clipped the crap out of that it's yeah like, <laughs> but it's worth it man that is funny pinky pie requires lowering the gain a lot yeah and they, standing Far away from the <laughs> With the game real high on the microphone? No, it's, it's normal okay. for normal stuff. Normal stuff, okay. If I was recording like, at my house to do the yeah. Pinkie Pie thing, I'm like, oh, turning that down. Yeah, that's you know, kind of high-pitched voice stand, there. You know, cause, and it's, she's loud. Yeah. It takes a lot of air to make Pinkie Pie. Wow. Yeah, she's high energy, too. She's super high energy. You have to be like, beyond that go-go juice. Yo, Gabriella shaking her head like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I don't watch My Little Pony, but I mean, it's it's one of those '80s things that came back. You know, it's, it's yeah. popular now. I'm trying to think of other fun characters. That is cool, Princess. I like that. That was cool. I did a um another mobile game. You remember like that game Fruit Ninja? Oh yeah, I love that so, game. So like that company is Half Brick Studios, and they do a whole bunch of games. Right. And I was in this one called Radical Repelling. <laughs> Radical it's kind of like Jetpack Joyride if you ever played. Oh, that. I played that. Yeah. But instead of like in Jetpack Joyride, you're you know moving vertically and you know, or horizontally, whatever, and, you know, you're using your jetpack to go up and down. Right. And radical repelling, you are a repeller, and you're <laughs> of jumping course. off of a mountain. So you're going up and down. So you're jumping down a mountain and using your touchscreen to avoid, to either hit good things or avoid bad things. And I was Roxy, the, um, the radical repeller. And she just says things like, radical! <laughs> That's all she said, radical. Radical remix! Like, she's just loud and, like... <laughs> Kind of almost like that rainbow dashy kind of rawr, like kind of like rasp to it. Wow, she was fun. That was fun. They haven't, you know, the game's pretty great. Like I have it on my phone and I play it when I'm, you know, when I'm putzing around. Wow, that's funny, man. That's funny. So um, besides you um doing stuff with Pandora, you did other things for video. I mean, not video game. Well, video games. Some games like mobile yes, games. Mostly. Mobile, mobile I was games. In some like PC game. One of those like puzzle adventure pointy clicky things called fear for sale fear for sale and i'm the voice of the protagonist and she's her voice is a very normal voice though really she's kind of low and really really serious <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness and, um, i'm trying to think of what else like Lots of the characters aren't as, like, ridiculous as Pinkie Pie and those other ones. Yeah, what you just did right there, that was kind of high energy, man. <laughs> I mean, I can't keep up with that. I, no, I can't. No. Even with the Pandora stuff, it ranges from, like, I do a lot of college ads. See, I, I, I listen to your um, demos on when you sent yeah, me. You, you said, that doesn't even sound like It doesn't like sound you. like you. are like, what? Like, this. <laughs> Then you sound like when you're doing the, inf- the, inf- the infomercials. I mean, it seems like an infomercial. Right? Like, man, you do sound like those people that really talk about products and stuff. Like, wow, I don't recognize Prince's like, voice. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Well, you like, have to talk differently. You know, yeah. like I have to be much more careful about 
diction and stuff like that so it can actually be understood. Right. People are pretty lazy with their speech in real life. I mean, because you can't. You yeah. have, like, you know, verbal cues and visuals and context to fill in the gap so we don't have to worry about it. Right. But when all I have is a microphone in my face, and you can't even see my face, <laughs> I have to make it work. But Pandora, I'll do, like, I call it millennial to teen and everything in between. But I also do young mom voice sometimes. Oh, you do? Yeah, like, I do, like, some of those consignment store ads for kids. Like, they'll be like... Paying for children's clothes is just so expensive. <laughs> but not at Children's Consignment Store. We can get everything for 70% off retail prices. Wow. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and then so many college ads. Like every time there's like either a for-profit college or like the for-profit ones have the best scripts. Like, are you ready to change your career? <laughs> Jumpstart your life. It's so-and-so college. Wow. <laughs> Yo, you know what's so funny? Uh, I would listen to the radio, and things that gotten so out of hand these days. I mean, they were doing an advertisement for uh, male instruments. So, like, wow. And it was a woman talking over the radio. I'm like, wow. Really, guys? Really? Yeah, like, man. Would, they, would, you, would someone come to you for something like that? Would you do it? It would depend on what it is. <laughs> it was right, a long time yes. I do think it's crazy when I hear a really poorly done radio ad. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, you should have like messaged me because I could have edited that for you. Yeah, man, it was just ridiculous doing that. that some of that I stuff. Love it when I hear things that I auditioned for on the radio. Uh huh. And I'm like, so this is who got the job? What did they do? You <laughs> yeah, know, right. And sometimes it's so different from me. I'm like, oh hell, I didn't have a chance. That was not what they wanted. Right. You know, like. But there was one ad I auditioned for and I was excited about. And the ad, it came out last summer. It was for Great Clips. Oh, yeah. The it was haircut. that one yeah. with the lady who tried to sound like a race car. And the ad apparently was so annoying. People complained so much they had to take it off the air. And then they made like a joke ad out of it making fun of how bad the ad was. Wow. And I was like, you know what? I'm okay that I didn't book that job. Wow. That's okay with That's me. okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's the one where she's like, welcome to Great Clips. And it was like, I get what the idea was. But, but I could see, like, people did not like it. That's kind of annoying, man. That's yeah, yeah, People that's, were not with it at all. What a car got to do with me getting a haircut? I think they had some tie-in with, like, um, NASCAR or something. Had to be NASCAR, huh? Had to be NASCAR. Hot dog. Yeah. Let me stop there. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> so, Princess, um, I was looking through my um, my phone a few minutes ago, and I was looking through what mm-hmm. uh, IMDb. I'm saying that, yeah. Yes. I, I got to love that. Got to love that app. I love, yeah, I love so IMDb. I, so I had to put your name in here, right? I said, let me see what Princess. I think I only have one actual IMDb credit. Yeah, it's called Pigheads. That Can't, was a fun. That was a pilot elab- for a cartoon show. Elaborate. I mean, elaborate on that for me, please. So. Um, it was for, basically, Pegheads is based off of a toy line. So this is a cartoon that would be coming from a toy line. Oh, okay. Like, 80s style. Like they used to do with Transformer G.I. Joe yeah, toy yeah, lines. Yeah. These know. are, like, light-up Legos, essentially. I mean, that's what they kind of remind me of. They're, like, blocks that light up. Oh. And they have these characters, you know, like, these, like, dolls that go with them that are the Pegheads. And the story of the show, like, the bad guy, like, Queen Brick. Toria or whatever, she's trying to make the whole world like gray and boring, and they want to light it up. 
So the peg heads. When she say light it up, she ain't talking about a joint on a blunt, guys. She just light I it up. wish. <laughs> no, like literally rainbow colors, light it up, like '80s cartoon style. And um, they go on some wacky adventure in the pilot where they first all meet each other. And um, in the second half, you get introduced to the professor who they work with. Professor Laserus. Everything has like laser and light puns to it. Yeah, I see. And I am the hilarious, cranky robot named Drone. So I'm like his robot assistant. Right. And so when you, if you ever play, we can maybe find a clip um, at some point. We could, you know, throw it in whatevs. But like, they treated my voice like GLaDOS kind of style. Right. So when I did the read, like one of my favorite lines is like, she's, the guy's like, my name is Professor Lazarus, and this is my assistant drone. And she's like, nice to meet you. <laughs> Not. And, you know, the reads are fun to do, but it's neat to hear, you know, when you treat that. Here we go. I see. I got it on YouTube. Yeah, I think on my channel I have a clip of just drones. You don't just, like, sift through the whole cartoon. Yeah, I got a minute. I got a minute on here on YouTube. It's all about me. It's all about Prentice, guys. All about Prentice. <laughs> well, on my YouTube channel, absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy, man. You uh, pig heads. Let me see. I'm gonna go and play a little clip. Let me see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it on, on my eyes on my phone. Is this the whole cartoon? Or? Yeah. Let's see. That's gonna be the trailer. I'll probably be the trailer. Here, I'll yeah. pull up what we're listening though on our technology. Yeah, so, I mean, guys, that, that's what the trailer... Are you born in a year that makes you a millennial? Because I'm like, I always make fun of myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm such a millennial. <laughs> on my phone. I mean, I'm not Taking I'm not a pictures of my brunch. I'm Gen X. <laughs> I'm Gen X, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm a millennial. So, One I'm, of those gosh darn millennials. Yeah, you and Angie are the same age. Mm-hmm. She's a little older than me, but not a lot. We're very close in age. Well, I thought y'all graduated the same time. She and Nick are the same age. Oh, so, okay. So she and Nick graduated about the same time. And uh, I was a couple years younger. Uh, she met Nick before she met me because they uh, worked at the movie theater together. Oh, that's right. That's right. Fun times. Fun times. Yeah. Fun times. Come on, phone. Why are you taking so well, long? You know, we'll get to it. Well, that's well, we're going to get to it. Well, I'll probably play a clip of it on later on. I'll probably have to edit it and put it in Ooh, my pocket. Ooh, we can edit it in and make it yeah. all professional. Sound. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try. I can help you with that if you need help. Yeah, so I am. Um, I'm good. I can produce things. Too. Oh yeah. I was being trained to produce demos when I was working. Oh really? At the studio, so I can mix stuff pretty easily. Okay. And I use um I use a program called Adobe Audition. Oh okay. And I like a, I like Audition a lot. What uh, are you using? You got I'm using Audacity. Audacity is mm-hmm. great. Yeah, Audacity. So I don't have a Mac. If I had a Mac, I'd be okay. I like I love her. GarageBand is pretty good when you have the Mac Pro and stuff like that. Yeah. For for my um, podcast, but I'm gonna have I got what I got. Audacity's pretty good. I've heard um, trying to think of other ones. I've heard of a few others, but Nick and I splurged and got the Adobe Audition. Okay, and you can do that on I think PC or Mac. And I have a PC. I'm a PC girl. Okay, PC. Um, Does she mean politically correct now? No, nah, I mean I try to be a nice person and stuff, but by PC I meant personal computer. Ha <laughs> There you go. <laughs> So, um, Prentice, I know you do this voice acting and stuff like that. You're also a gamer. I do like yeah, playing like games. games. So, what's your favorite game? So, um, what game are you playing now? Oh, man. So, Nick just got us a Wii U. Oh, we got a Wii U, a Wii U over here, too. They're so fun. Yeah, they're fun. But I don't play games on your Wii U. 
Man, we've been tearing up some Mario Maker. That game's oh, fun. Oh, man. I've I seen... Just, um, just, you know, just raging people, over those hard levels. Yeah, know? I've seen people play that, man. You could create your own level and stuff like that. I'm over the PS4, Xbox, man, you know. We got a PS4. That's what we played Uncharted. We played all the, all four of the games. You know what game I'm playing right now is a year old is that freaking Arkham Knight. Oh, and I, I was so frustrated with that game I heard right it was now. really good. Oh, who told you that? I don't remember. They told you that? Whoever day was, they, they told me they, that. They told you that. They told me that. They told you that. Maybe it was some of my like trolley Twitch followers from back in the day. Maybe that might be it. But it's a good game. But it's not the better game in my opinion. It's not better than Arkham City or Arkham Asylum. But it's that freaking Batmobile, man. It's the Batmobile. Is it no fun to drive the Batmobile? Man, it's no fun to drive the Batmobile. That's sad. Yeah, I think it 80- should be very fun to drive the Batmobile, but it's not. Well, that's just a mistake. Yeah, it is. There's a problem there. It is. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, dude, I'm telling you, dude. I mean, I think 85 percent of the game you got is the Batmobile. You got to use it for something. Oh, it might be 75. It's, it's high. It's high. It's percent. enough where it's like if it's not yeah. fun to drive the Batmobile. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, even the Riddler's on. Um, this ain't called things. Batmobile the game. Yeah, really, man. <laughs> But yeah, that's the game I'm trying to be playing lately. I think I'm playing. I'm playing Persona Q on um, my 3DS. Well, see, I, I heard Persona was pretty good. I love all, and I cannot wait for the next for Persona Five to come out. Right. Persona Four is my very favorite. I've played through that game like probably at least five times. Um, I love that game. So, so you are a gamer too? I am. Yeah, we had like I said, Nick and I had that Twitch channel for a long time. Okay. We kind of fell off of that after a while because it's a lot of work. It is. And then like. You know, he got injured, and then he had a new job, and it's just been busy. And also, like, dealing with some of the fan base can be a bit intense, especially the trolls. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. trolled a lot. Really? Oh, yeah. I got harassed a good bit. And um, it was fun. Like, you know, there's... And our fan base was mostly, like, kids between the ages of, like, 12 and 18. Of course. So whenever we play Five Nights at Freddy's, I was just like... Rake it in the new followers. Yeah, I, mean, I notice when I go online or play these games, you know, we these twelve year old talking crap, talking shit to you, man. They do talk man, to you. Man, they, they got the foulest mouth, man. Oh, are you clean? Are you talking like to your you mom? Grown yet? Yeah, I'm like, you, <laughs> man, fuck you, man. I'm like, what the? Like, what? what? I'm like, where's you so your parents? Yeah. Why are you so angry? Because your mom didn't give you this game that you wanted, really? Are you playing this game? Why are you mad? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, kids love their Minecraft, too. We play Minecraft. We had our own server when we were doing that. Um, and kids would love to come in while we were streaming and I'm playing Minecraft. Right. And they would just grief me like crazy. I never got anything built when we were doing a live stream of me playing Minecraft. I can't get into Minecraft. I like it, but I just can't. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I, I get it, why it's wonderful yeah. and it's fun for me to play, but I just can't quite get into it like some people do. Right. Last time I was watching Angie's kids, we were all playing. They made me my own character on on Angie's Kindle. So we could all play Minecraft together. Right. Oh, they had a great time. I was just running around and falling in holes and stuff. But they were having a great time. Showing me all the stuff they built. Miss Prentice, look at all these things I made. And I'm like, <laughs> that, that burned off multiple hours of time. I bet it does, man. I mean, come on. You build in a world. Yeah. When you do the world building games, man, it's going to take you hours at a time, you know? So, I mean, 
I got another question too. Um, you know, would you consider doing anime or a dub version if they asked you like, oh, for Funimation? Yeah. Say, hey, we want to call call you up. We want you to do this dub. Because you know, know a what? guy who does that, Bob Carter, and he did a bunch of panels at Dragon Con. Well, he did. He's done. I can't remember all the voices he's done, but he's done lots of like the big manly man voices right. and like animes. And he's um a voice of one of like I think one of the Mortal Kombat voices. Like he's like in video games too, and he's we'll have to look him up because. Bob Carter, and he's a very nice guy. And um, get over here. He, he's like he's amazing. He's this really tall guy, and he has like the perfect like rumbly man anime voice. And he's you know Samurai Seven. Yeah. That's it. There you go. That's him. That's him. That's okay, him. I'm looking at him so, right yeah, now. He's cool and like oh, he's Full done, Metal Alchemist. Yeah, man, he's legitsies. Cool. So yeah, like, but I would love to do that sometime. I hear that. Um, anime dubbing isn't the best paid stuff. I don't care. And besides, you get a, such a great fan base out of it. How it's fun. a huge, it's a huge fan base. To be honest with you, I'd I mean, always be down for that. Yeah, because um, I heard that you know with with anime, because most of it is in Japanese, the conversion of dub is very not easy to do. Yeah, it's a it's a form of ADR, yeah, which is automated dialogue replacement. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, there's no way you can really make the mouths. Match, match right but you want to try to make it reasonable <laughs> yo yo it's just like the uh kung fu theater when the when the dub mouth is moving really fast <laughs> yeah. say like one word yeah no i have not seen that person yo, you and killed, the mouth keeps moving <laughs> yep you killed you killed my mother <laughs> now i wish i got to see what i'm doing because this is funny i think if they've watched any anime they know exactly what we're doing right like making our mouths move all crazy while saying like two words. Yeah, because it doesn't match. It doesn't match up. I mean, it's it's kind of off. But. And you see ADR in other like parts of the industry too. Like the lady I was about to talk about earlier, Katie Lee. Uh huh. She's oh, I heard that name before. Oh man, she's the best. She's been in all kinds of stuff. She was in like a lot of eighties cartoons. I heard that. She's name. one of the totally spies. Um, she was in that Gummy Bears cartoon. But the thing that, yeah. oh my god but the one like and i was like you know i was hanging out with her at um some voiceover conference and just being like a normal person but then i found out she was rolf from the muppet babies and i lost my shit i the, geeked out ralph with the glasses right ralph's the little dog that plays the piano oh that's oh that's right so you had another instance of a boy voice by a female that's but right when she's like someone, someone mentioned she was ralph the dog i'm like what because <laughs> that was my favorite cartoon as a kid so Muppet i geeked babies. out a little Muffin babies yeah. <laughs> yo guys how old i am I mean, <laughs> yeah that's a saturday morning cartoon i used to watch that too that was my favorite as a kid like wow. as a little kid that was like my very favorite I love the music and I love the characters. Yeah, if, I mean... That was one panel I had to hit it. One year when I went to Dragon Con for the full weekend, that was right. one panel. I was like, damn it, i make it to this panel. <sighs> and it was raining, so everything was super crowded. And I went and got soaking wet and ran across the street, you know, to multiple hotels just so I could get to that panel. Because I was going to watch all that Muppet Babies goodness. Uh, that's crazy, man. So, I know it was always great to see you, Prentice. Always. Yeah. I'm kind of glad I had you on here. Because, you know, you hard person to keep up with me, catch up anyway. Uh, no, I'm just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you are everywhere. I'm all over the place. you everywhere, man. I yeah. lead a crazy life. A crazy, crazy life. But, um, you know, it's cool you coming over, you know, to, um, like, see, to a Sukasa. Yeah, we'll come know. to my house next time. Yeah, and um, for you, my people, for my audience, how can they reach you in your social media? I mean, how can they look up? Um, let's see. Yes, well, I have a website. Okay. Prenticeosborn.com. Okay. Um, 
I have a Facebook page for my voiceover stuff, and I have a YouTube channel, and everything's... Since my name is so weird, I could just use my name for everything. Right. So, you can Google me, and you'll find my website, and like I said, I have a YouTube channel with samples of things that clients gave me the okay to put up there, and um, yeah, my website's a good place to start. Okay. You see that in the background? <laughs> I hope it's not picking up in the background. It probably isn't, but you know what? We didn't say anything during that, so yeah. you can always cut it out and post. That is true. So, for my audience, you always um, reach me on Just Being Amos on Instagram, Twitter, and also my Facebook page. And like I said once before, I'm working on a, on a web page. Um, until then, y'all enjoy this podcast and peace. Peace. Just being a